are you doing, Super Scoreboard fans? This is Stephen Mill from the Big Scottish Football Podcast. If you like what you hear from this week's episode, you can subscribe to our very own channel by searching for the Big Scottish Football Podcast via your regular podcast provider. Or you can give us a follow on Twitter as well, at Big Football Scott. You can get us on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you again for taking the time to listen to our latest episode. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I'm Stephen Mill, he's Ewan Cameron. How you doing? You alright? I'm not bad, mate. How are you? I'm very well, actually. I'm sorry we're a little bit late, obviously, because we're usually out every single Monday, apart from this Monday, obviously. And thank you to Tam Cowan, who was our guest last week. And well done to intern Callum for all the editing that he managed to get through yeah, for that well episode. Done. <laughs> thank you. There was yeah. lots of swearing in that episode, and yeah. I actually listened back and I did send you a text message and I said, producer Callum intern Callum I thought you did a very good job in the edit and it was a very good listen so um, well done you thank you that's why I'm executive producer we got lots of nice comments about Tam being on last week as well so thank you very much to everyone who took the time to do that we obviously didn't record an episode on Monday as there was no football at the weekend so today's episode we're going to have a preview for the upcoming weekend plus we extended our competition to win a brand new Scotland national team top we'll reveal the winners very soon on that one and we'll also check in on if Scottish football were a theme park and we're launching our brand new game Play Your Joe Cardles Right Play Your Joe Cardles Right? Yes Why well, do I never good. get consulted in these new ideas? I come in here and I haven't got a clue what's going to happen You will like this game And can I tell you why? Because why? Because we did all the hard work and you aren't capable of that So why am I here? Just to entertain Yeah you, 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 you can be mildly entertaining sometimes, yeah. I'll give you that. At times. So what type of show is this today? Is this a preview show or a review show? What is it? I, I literally just said it. What did you say? I said it was a preview show. So it's a preview show looking ahead to the weekend? Yeah. Can we look back at that nonsense that Stevie Clark announced the other day there with the Scotland squad? Absolutely, I'm sure that'll come up. And remember, you can find us on all your usual podcast providers and on Twitter via Big Football Scott. We're on Instagram and Facebook too. You can give us a follow there and give us a like. Just search for the Big Scottish Football Podcast Right Wait, no. wait, wait, wait wait. Why don't we have a guest today? What's going on? I was just going to say We don't have a special guest today Why is that? Is it because because we made a, a late decision to do this show today? Pretty much, yeah. Right, okay. That, that's so, pretty much it. So. <laughs> so, 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 a last-minute decision. Right, okay. We are going to do the 10-minute preview. Let's talk about the Premiership fixtures and League 1, League 2 and the Championship at the weekend. Uh, so on Saturday, we've got Rangers versus Dundee United, St. Johnson versus Ross County, Livingston versus Kilmarnock, Hibs against Aberdeen, and on Sunday, it's St. Mirren Celtic and Motherwell against Hearts. So, obviously, nothing happening last weekend. Um... All of a sudden, Rangers versus Dundee United looks like a massive game given the result for Rangers in the Champions League last night. They're at home. You'd expect them to beat Dundee United. Um, If they don't, (laughs) surely, you know, that's sticky wicket time. I mean, they've not scored a goal in their last three, is it? I know. Like, it's ironic they're playing Dundee United because they're actually a bit like Dundee United at the moment because they just keep conceding goals and can't score any. Let's not equate 11 goals in three games to 23 and 4. Slightly yeah. different. Aye. I mean, you're a Dundee United fan. Yep, I was. And and, and, <laughs> and since Jack Ross has left, you, your your form has changed. You've picked up points. It's gone from dreadful to all right. To all right. Do you give yourself?
yourself a chance of picking up anything at Ibrox? Not for a second. If not Rangers, for a second, but, but Rangers are not in good form themselves. No, they're not. So what do they need to get back on form? A team like Dundee United to scalp 4-0 <laughs> at home. You're welcome. <laughs> so you're not giving your team any chance what, at all. Are you getting a new manager anytime soon? Yeah, What's I, happening? I think from what I understand, it looks like it's going to be Liam Fox who's in charge just now. He was Tam Court's assistant and Jack Ross's assistant. Um, I don't have it. There's no other names. They offered... Yeah. Liam Fox. Fox He used to be assistant manager at Livingston He's been at United for a few seasons Apparently they offered it to Big Dunk Duncan Ferguson And we couldn't afford him Okay so. Oh I was going to say Duncan Ferguson So did they actually approach him? That's it. You don't, We'll never know But that's what, that's what a lot of journalists have reported because, because he has said publicly That he wants to get into football management And you'd think that a team like Dundee United Would be the perfect start for him It would be the right stepping stone for him All I'll say is right Everybody says this Duncan Ferguson Dundee United They're synonymous I think he hated it there uh, Jim McLean used to make him Dig trenches at the back of the stadium To, <laughs> to build his character He left under a cloud He doesn't like us anymore But in regards to getting into football management Dundee United is a good football club It's a big club In a bad spot In a bad spot So you can't really go wrong you could go wrong. No, you, you can because you definitely you, no, could. because it's so poor just now. Stephen, you can take this one. Yeah, I, I think you could go wrong. You could get relegated. Nah, that's example. not going to happen. Dundee United are not going to get relegated. They've got far too good a team to get relegated. See, when you look at that squad on paper, I know it's on paper, but it is a very good squad. They've got some cracking experience in that squad. We like some Mulgrew and Tony Watt and Stephen Fletcher. They'll be fine. They just need the right manager. Jack Ross made a pig's ear of it. I think he lost the dressing room. I think the more experienced players were thinking, I'm not having you. Who do you think you're with your Primark jumper on? So, um, yeah, I think they decided that they had um, they wanted him out the door. And I think Duncan Ferguson would have been a brilliant appointment for Dundee United. It would have been entertaining. It's good that we spent eight of the ten minutes of our preview on one game, so shall we? <laughs> yes, exactly. Hearts will beat Motherwell. Celtic will win. Um, Aberdeen, who are they playing? Hibs away. A draw. Okay, Livingston Kilmarnock. Please, Kilmarnock win. And uh, St Johnson versus Ross County. <sighs> Who cares? Really, <laughs> <Right, okay. laughs> Barber cares. Yeah, exactly. Can I just say, just mentioning Livingston there. Yeah. Marvin Bartley, who's obviously a coach at uh, Livingston. Yes. Is he? Is he the number two? Yes. Yes. He is. He's the number two at Livingston. Um, he tweeted me, and I'm going out for a walk with his Rottweiler uh, next week. Just you and the Rottweiler, or is he going to be there as well? So I've got a Rottweiler. I know. Marvin yeah. Bartley's got a Rottweiler. Yeah. So we're going for a Rottweiler walk. Jing, they'll get on. We'll soon find out. And if they don't, I mean, my dog's 50 kilos. I don't know how big his dog is. So um... so basically you're taking your dogs to fight in the park, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's illegal, you. I think that's outlawed now. Me and Bar- Marvin Barley are not meeting up to have a dog fight. That's like not it. the reason for it. We're going for a walk and having a cup of coffee and to, sh- and to share. Twenty our- pounds and all, eh? <laughs> and, and to share in our love for Rottweilers. That's right. all. Okay, yeah. And, 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 and to talk tips on how to look after a Rottweiler. Okay, moving on to the championship. It's Dundee versus Inverness. Hamilton against Queens Park. Morton Arbroath. We've got Partick Thistle against Cove Rangers and Wraith Rovers against the leaders Air United as well. So what's happening? What's going to happen in the championship this weekend, Ewan? All you need to know is that Dundee are winning the league. Let's move on to League One. Okay, League One. Airdrie versus Clyde. We've got Aloe against Montrose. We've got the big one. 
It's done. Fair one versus Falkirk at East End Park. Three o'clock on Saturday. Peterhead, Kelly Hearts and Queen of the South against FC Edinburgh. And do you know what's brilliant about Dunfermline playing Falkirk is that we are working on a big Saturday football show on Saturday in the same studio and I'm going to be keeping an eye on that game because I live in Falkirk, right? The boss is a Falkirk fan. He's a Dunfermline fan and see if Falkirk go and pump you lot. It's going to be the best weekend ever. I'm telling you right now there is zero chance zero absolutely nil chance of Falkirk pumping Dunfermline clip that we'll and clip that we'll put that out did you notice I said nothing yep, during that perfect yeah I perfect. Just, yeah, because we're clipping that just enough rope to and could, could you do me a wee favour mate could you email that clip to me absolutely. so that I can maybe play it on Saturday during the big Saturday Definitely football show when Falkirk right. go 2-0 up 2 up also say yeah. or can we play it when Dunfermline are 2-0 up as well because no that, that would be it's not irrelevant it's not as funny yeah we'll forget that it exists yeah. <laughs> uh, he was on a podcast a Falkirk podcast yesterday with Stephen yeah. um, you, you know on Zoom you can name yourself and you can change your names so that when you come up on Zoom uh-huh. you have a specific name do you want to tell the people what you called yourself Falkirk or <laughs> I've got to applaud that that's very good was that with John McAnally it was with John McAnally right. yeah, did you spend so. two hours talking nonsense about Falkirk and Dunfermline no 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 I wasn't on for the full thing I was on for like 15-20 minutes or oh, something okay, like then. that so we actually we actually came to the agreement that it's fairly evenly matched and has been for quite a long time because I look back the past sort of 30 results and it's something like I think Dunfermline have won 10 Falkirk have won nine and there's been nine draws or something. So like. they've all been quite close then. Yeah, so Aye. like the you know, there's been very few pumpings by either team to either team. It's all been by the odd goal. Well so, you think there will be a pumping tomorrow? Uh I think because um, I think it, it, I, I want be, I want Falkirk to pump you like you've never been pumped before. Um I don't think there's <laughs> any chance. As I've said, there's zero chance of that. Right, happening. So, so okay then what do you think will happen? I think Dunfermline will win. I think it'll be 2-0 to Dunfermline. 2 0 Dunfermline. Okay, can you clip that up as well, please, mate? Absolutely. Yeah. It's Thank not you. A problem at all. Okay, Peterhead versus Kelly Hearts, Queen of the South, FC Edinburgh. We covered that as well. Right, finally, League Two. We've got Albion Rovers versus Forfar and an Athletic against East Fife. Dumbar against Bonnie Rig Rose Stenhouse Muir against Elgin City and Stirling Albion against Stranraer Dumbarton of course the only side apart from Celtic who have a 100% record so far in the SPFL so we'll find out what happens over the course of the weekend right let's move on to our next section we asked you in the last episode which footballers managers referees pundits would feature in if Scottish football were a theme park once again you smashed it out of the park the, the theme park yeah that's, that's good Cal well done. That. Uh, here's that some answer. of the best I, shouts I, that went way over my head yeah it did well most things do so uh, hello to Dan who said uh, Pepsi Max Stryak Stryak Pepsi again. He was the goalkeeper. Uh, Livingston, Livingston goalkeeper. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Pepsi Max, Blackpool. Did, did you like Blackpool? You're a Blackpool fan? I've been to Blackpool twice in my life. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was all right. Right. I'm guessing you don't. I've like been Blackpool. three. I'll tell you, I used to go quite a lot. It does feel like you're stepping back in the 1960s. It's. We used to go for Easter football tournaments, right? right. So when we were off for the Easter holidays and when I was playing boys' club football, we used to go for a week to Blackpool. And while the actual trips were funny, it was almost funny because, as you said, going to Blackpool is like stepping back yeah. into another world. It does. There was a guy who was one of our coaches called Rab, right? And he was a really nice guy. 
and I think he was like the assistant manager. So we were at the age where we were sort of like 16. It was kind of one of the last trips that we went on, but there was a few boys who looked a little bit older and also liked to go out and have a wee drink, right? Uh-huh. And they had beards and stuff like that as well. So I wasn't one of those because I was quite baby-faced, you know, didn't have any stuff oh, or anything like that. baby-faced. So, so, oh, time um, was cruel to him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Time has been cruel. Um, so anyway, so they were like... They were just being totally square with us. They're like, listen, we know some of you are going to go out, but if you do go out, don't go mental. Just make sure you're home at a decent time. And, you know, you're representing the club and all the usual chat that you used to get when you did stuff like that. So anyway, like, I wouldn't get in anywhere. So I can't remember. We went to the arcades or something like that. Played the 2P machines or something rubbish, right? But a few other boys went out. And then they were fine. When they came home, there was no hassle. They didn't get arrested or anything like that. There was no fights. Back in the hotel, because we were leaving to drive back up the road at something like half eight the next morning, so we couldn't be, you know, too bad. Anyway, we got up in the morning. We're like, there's something different here. I can't remember what it is. Like, there's, there's something that doesn't quite look right about this Airbnb that we were staying at. And what had happened was there was a wall missing. And that was because Rab, who was lecturing us the night before, had gotten a fight with the B&B owner and threw him through the wall. And Rab was then residing at uh, Her Majesty's Pleasure um, until he could appear in court in Blackpool on the Monday morning. So uh, Rab then got issued with an ASPO for Blackpool, so we couldn't go back anymore. So I just thought that was amazing. So I had no idea where that story was going. <laughs> a, a wall was missing. I he, thought it was an earthquake. No, nah, nah. He threw him through a wall, so wow. that was rab. Anyway, uh, thanks to Dan for Pepsi Max Stryag. Uh, we also had from uh, friend of the podcast, Roger Hanna, Tori Andre Flowrider. Oh, well done, Roger well Hanna. He's got a very large brain. Uh, Ange Postacog. Postalog flume. <laughs> that's, that's probably the best. That's from Smiley Face. We've got uh, Michael Whackamoles. Oh, that's good. That's not bad as well. Uh, Cy Ferry's Wheel. Uh, we've got Q Keevans. Tower of Berra from Michael Montignani. Tower of Berra. You struggle oh, with Q Keevans. Q Keevans are just got in. The big yeah. Qs are roller coasters. Yeah. I've done the Tower of Terror at uh, Euro Disney. Is it good? Oh, it's so bad. Good. Bad. Oh, but right, okay. oh. it's, I, not, it's not there anymore. Is it not? It's now uh, Gar- <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Guardians of the Galaxy, Roy. Um, it's, it's Guardians of the Galaxy now. They've removed the Tower of Terror. It's been changed into a Guardians Can of the Galaxy. Can I also just point out as well, I thought Euro Disney was pish. I, again, I wasn't a fan. I went on a school trip to Euro Disney. <laughs> what was your life? <laughs> we went went on this By school trip. what school did you go to? My schools never took me to Euro Disney. So, they never took me to Blackpool. I got to go to Dulguys. <laughs> <laughs> this was a physics trip to France, right? A physics trip to France for your school? And uh, I what, No, seriously, what school did you go to to get those sort of trips? I went to Queen Anne High School. We had to pay for it all, obviously. But, but I, I never got that option. Maybe it was because I was living in Wester Hills. Yeah. We got to go to Burnt Island yeah. and Dull Guys. Hey, listen, Burnt Island. I love Burnt Island, don't get me wrong. And see the shows on Burnt Island, amazing. See the waltzers, best waltzers I've ever been on. Went to France on this physics trip. The only issue is I didn't take physics. I just wanted to go on the trip because all my <laughs> mates were going, right? So anyway, I got a special dispensation to go on this trip. We went to Strasbourg. We drove from Dunfermline to Strasbourg on a bus and nobody slept a wink because there was boys on the trip 
who had razors with them and they were going to shave off people's eyebrows. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone was scared. So everyone was like, I'm not sleeping like, like so they're just like pulling their eyes open like that. No, no, I can't sleep. I can't sleep like that. So we're all knackered by the time we got to Strasbourg and we then went to Paris on the way back and we went to some science museum. That was the physics bit, basically. And I always remember, and this is still a rule in France to this day, that if you go to a swimming pool, you have to wear speedos, right? You have to wear trunks. Shorts are not allowed. Mm. And I know what you're thinking. <laughs> what kind I know of what was it? I don't know. I know what you're thinking. But and there'll be people listening to this podcast who can absolutely confirm this. If you're in a swimming pool indoors in France, you have to wear trunks, briefs. You cannot wear. Is that shorts. a rule for the country? And that is a rule. That is a French rule. I can add to that. Yes. I was in Iceland earlier this year, as we know, yep. to run a marathon. Couldn't finish it, only ran a half marathon. Thanks for rubbing it in. Pathetic. And we went to two different outdoor swimming areas because they have them in Iceland. Even though it can be freezing in the winter, they have like heated pools everywhere. Yep. When you go into them and you shower, you must shower naked. And if you don't, the man who watches you as you go through the shower area will come through and tell you, you must take those off and you have to... <laughs> Use the soap they provide and wash specific parts of your body with that soap. With that soap, and he'll watch you. And if you don't, he'll tell you. So he's watching you rub yourself. That's his job. That's his job. He has a little office. He sits in his office with a plexiglass and he looks through it and watches you as you walk through. And you must shower naked. Can you see him only from the waist up? (laughs) And he's jiggling, which is weird. He's got a bouncy chair. So yeah, I went to France, and I'd always remember there was there was boys because we were probably about fourteen or something like that. So we're there was lots of people who were probably feeling very, very self-conscious at that time. So an that, indoor swimming pool in France, yeah. you must wear speedos. I, th- I think that- it's just indoor. It might be outdoor as well. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Are I- you sure it wasn't just because you lot had turned up and were having a nah. laugh at your expense? No, totally not. And uh, at Big Football Scott, I know uh, intern Callum is Googling it just now, but there will be somebody... Who I've never heard who of can that. Confirm that. Anyway, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We might have confirmation. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I told you. You cannot wear long, short, long or loose fitting shorts. Yeah, in a swimming pool in, swimming in pool. France. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Sir Walter Smith from <laughs> uh, from William Gray, Disneylandy Halliday. No. There's always an Andy Halliday. There's always an Andy that's Halliday. That's one. from Craig B. M and D. from Johnny Mac. <laughs> Uh, I mean that's, that's really pushing it. Uh, the coconut shite, <laughs> Raphael. Yes. Yep. Um, Ethan, era haunted house. Oh, no. uh, Kevin yeah. Muscatapillar. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's a caterpillar ride. Caterpillar. All right. Okay. Caterpillar Musca- that's from David yeah. Robertson. Uh, coconut shy Logan uh, from Stephen C W. The bearded James Grady. Uh, the Mary Geo round uh, hooker duck from El Buffalo. Uh, hello to we have George Burns who sent in a few. Uh, Paul Cadisneyland. Cadisneyland. Oh, these are getting bad now. Blair Alston Towers, Jai Q Tongo, and uh, Peter Harringtos. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> right, Do what, you know my favourite is? What's that? It's um, the Celtic manager one. Was it the Log Flumes? Yes. Ange Poster Log Flume. I think Ange Poster Log Flume from yes. Smiley Face. You have won this week, I think. Yes, that's brilliant. Love that. Right, next week's episode, we march on because we want your suggestions on at Big Football Scott. You can get us on Twitter, you can get us on Facebook and Instagram as well for if Scottish football were a hospital. For example, Paul Burns. Would be yes. straight in there, of Aye. course. We would have Stuart Broken Armstrong. 
John McIntensive Care. Yes. Uh, and of course, if Scottish football were a hospital, they would play at Spine Castle. <laughs> Uh, we've also got Craig Conway A and E. Uh huh. A This could be Conway fun. Conway A and E. So, uh, right at Big Football Scott for next week's episode. If Scottish football were a hospital, there's a few to get you started on that one. Right, we will get on to the Scotland squad in just a few minutes. But before we do that, let's do our Scotland top giveaway. So the Scottish national team have released their new home and away tops over the last couple of weeks and we've been running a competition over the last week or so to give them away to you lot. So we asked you lot to follow our page at Big Football Scott. Tag two people in the comments and like the post. We have chosen two people at random and they are Ewan Cameron, please may I have a drum roll please? What are the rules, by the way, when it comes to winning these tops? Because I know that some of my family members um, retweeted and stuff, and my family like to win these tops. But I don't. But looking at this, I don't think they have because okay. I've got the winners in front of me. So okay. it was selected at random by intern Callum. So that was that was the winners, right? And when do you want me to start the drums? The first, ten minutes ago. the first winner. No, keep going. Mm. The first winner is of a Scotland top. Leanne, aka Tartan Jambo underscore X. Yes, go to Jambo. Well done to Leanne. So well done, check Leanne. your DMs. You have won a Scotland top. We'll get your size details on all that. Yes, bring back the drum roll because we've still got another one to give away. The final Scotland top is going to go to Danny G, aka Danny Gold, 1999. Yay! Well done, Danny Gold. It's 19, Danny Gold. 1999. Please, again, check your DMs. We'll get your details and we'll get your sizes and we'll get the top sent out to you because that's what the person at the Scottish FA told me when he messaged me last night. Danny Gold and Leanne, you have won one. Please check your well DMs. Done. Right, okay. Are you ready for our brand new game? I didn't know we were playing a new game. How can we play a new game when I don't know what it's about? Well, uh, we will explain that, and I'll explain that when I press this. Play your cards right. Yes, no. <laughs> don't play your cards right. Play your Joe Cardles right. Oh, play your Joe Cardles right. Obviously, yes. So it's time we start our brand new game, which is based on the Dunfermline, Partick Thistle, Ross County and County Hearts legend that is Joe Cardle. Thank you, played by Idri as well. So let's hear from the main man himself. Here we go. Hi, I'm current County Hearts sensation Joe Cardle. What team is it, you ask? Why, it's time to play your Joe Cardles right. Oh, yes! Of course it is! Yes! yes. Thank you, Joey. Right. <laughs> so, the game is really simple. <laughs> It's, it, you know, it's basically higher or lower okay. right, that, That's the game So right, okay. um, we'll always start with Joe Cardo He is always the opening person Got on you. This, right? right? So then I'll give you more players And Got you have to tell me if their goal tally Their team, national team caps Age, appearances, whatever it is Is higher or lower Got right? you. I love this Really simple So today we're doing Scotland caps As the Scotland squad was announced earlier on this week We'll get to that in just a wee second Get it right and we'll move on to the next one If you get it wrong you are out. We'll keep a tally on every contestant streak throughout the season. Amazing. So we're going to do it with you, Ewan. Obviously, when we've got guests on, we'll do it with them, and you can do it with me as well. So perfect. Like we'll all take swaps around. So, so does that make sense to you, Ewan? Hundred percent. I used to love play your cards right when I was a wee boy, Bruce Forsyth. Nice to see you. To see you. Nice to see you. To see you. Nice. nice. Right. As always, it is Joe Cardo. From this point, it's higher or lower for Scotland caps. So here's your first one. The Stuart Armstrong. Have more caps than Joe Cardo. Higher or lower? 
higher. Wow, I'm impressed. That must have been a fluke. You can't be that clever. Well done, well done. Yes, Stuart Armstrong does have more caps than Joe Cardo. So your streak is one. Here's your next one. Kenny Miller. Does he have more caps or less caps than Stuart Armstrong? Higher. Okay, you're going for higher. Higher. Let's see if you're right. No chance. You've got to be cheating. <laughs> you are right. Well done. Kenny Miller has 69 caps to Stuart Armstrong's 36. Joe Cardo, by the way, has zero Scotland caps. Right. Kenny Miller has 69. Does Paul Hartley have fewer or higher? Higher or lower? Lower. Definitely lower. lower. His okay. Scotland career started late. Wow. You've been on Google again. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Hartley has 25 Scotland caps. Yeah. Right. Does Billy Gilmore have lower or higher? Lower. 100% lower. 100% lower? 100% lower. Are you sure? 100%. He's, not, he's on 25 caps in the last year and a bit. So Paul Hartley has 25 caps, I can tell you. Hot dog, what a result. <laughs> Hot dog, what a result. Billy Gilmore has 15 Scotland caps. So, next one. Lou McCarry. Lou McCarry! Does he have fewer... Scotland caps than Billy Gilmore or more higher or lower Lou McCarry Lou McCarry oh what a great oh that's going to be close because he was around that time when Scotland had some amazing players I don't think he got that many caps I'm going to go lower you're going to go lower I'm going to go lower so Billy Gilmore has 15 I'm going to go lower you've said that Uh, Lou McCarry has Less Scotland caps. You're going for lower. Let's find out. You and your trumpet. Did you even think before you spoke there? (laughs) Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Lou McCarry has 24 Scotland caps. So he's got more than Billy Gilmore. Can you just play the second June wrong one for our amusement, please? Yes, we can. I'll play this one. That's the worst thing I've heard. And I've heard you in a real radio. (laughs) (laughs) Piss off, Joe Cardell. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. This has been play your Joe Cardell's right. Thanks for playing. I'm Joe Cardo and I approve this message. (laughs) (laughs) Right, thank you very much to Joe Cardo. That was the first ever episode of Play Your Joe Cardo's Right. There will be another one next week. We're not sure whether we've got a guest on or not, but if not, I'll I'll take it. Exactly. Can I ask, what was my streak there? Four. Only four? four? Was it four? It's more than four. Kenny Miller, Paul Hartley, Billy Gilmore. Ah, yeah. Four. Four. That's shocking. That it's no good. Cool. I want yeah. another shot of that at some point in the future. Okay. I mean, you, you absolutely will get another shot of that. <sighs> Can I also quickly say that, so, I got, like, Joe Cardo, what a sport for doing this. He only asked me yesterday. Steve and I had to send him several voice notes to convince him this wasn't a mistake. He, he, he was like, is this a wind-up? He was like, if you're trying to stitch me up here. Because we were like, no, 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 just say something along the lines of, um, that's the worst thing I've ever heard, and I've heard you in on real radio. Just go for that, right? <laughs> Hot dog, what a result. Uh, <laughs> we need Amazing. to get Joe Cardo to come in and play Joe Cardo. Oh, yes. That's such a great idea. We'll Germany get, plays on game. We'll yeah. get a live show. We'll sell out the hydro probably. <laughs> Honestly, right. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Right, let's move on to squad goals because the Scotland squad was announced earlier on this week by Steve Clark, and it's safe to say that you and I disagree slightly on certain omissions. Slightly, slightly, you say. And inclusions into the squad as well. So, you and you can start. I'll give you the floor. You can take it away with your ridiculous point about Barry Mackay. On you go. Right. See, before I start here, can we make a wee rule mm-hmm. that you and intern Callum do not interrupt what I'm about to say? 
Because yeah. I've, I've got a bit to say here. Depends how long you take. Well, I've got a bit to say ah, here. You're going for ages. Talks, you're, right. you're just well, well, the, well the, 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 if you shut up, the, it the, won't the, go the, as quick. Right, go, go, right? Go. right. It's well documented on social media that I'm not the biggest fan of Stevie Clark. You know that. Intern Callum knows that, right? And that's perfectly legitimate. Right? And, and I believe that he's not getting the best out of the group of players that is at his disposal. I think we've got a really good squad of players. And I'd go as far to say that he's actually failing as a Scotland manager. And I know a lot of you are going to go, what are you talking about? He got us to the Euros, etc., etc. Let me remind you of Stevie Clark's record as Scotland manager, right? 37 games, 17 wins, 9 draws and 11 defeats. Right. Can I just run through who we've beaten under Stevie Clark's stewardship? Cyprus twice, San Marino, the Czech Republic, which was against their C team because of COVID, nine debutants in that team, and we scraped by 2-1. We beat Kazakhstan, we beat Slovakia, we beat the Faroe Islands twice, we beat Luxembourg, we beat Moldova twice, we beat Austria 1-0, Israel twice, one of them was after 120 minutes in a penalty shootout. We beat Denmark when they'd already won nine games out of nine at Hamden 2-0. Quite impressive. Armenia then. twice. And then we beat Serbia on penalties. It got us to the Euros. Now, let's talk about the Euros. We had two home games at a major tournament. The first major tournament that we'd qualified for since 1998. What an opportunity it was for Scotland in Glasgow at our national stadium to do something that no other Scotland team had ever done before. We scored one goal and we conceded five. We were awful in both games at Hamden. He got his tactics wrong. He's got his substitutions wrong in that as well. We were absolutely awful, right? And this is where I'm getting to. My point is this. Ahead of that tournament, most Scotland fans, and I was one of them that was screaming, we cannot play David Marshall in the Euros because he was a third-choice goalkeeper at Derby. He wasn't playing regular first-team football, whereas Craig Gordon was lighting up the league with his performances. Craig Gordon should have got the gloves and was the number one goalkeeper at the Euros. But the problem with Stevie Clark is that he's far too loyal. And ultimately, what I believe is that that's going to bring him down. And I'm going to get on now to... Oh, so it continues. It continues now, oh, because the point I'm making here, he didn't drop David Marshall when he should have done and brought in Craig Gordon. So he made a mistake there. But he continually makes mistakes. And this leads me to this week's squad. Hearts player Barry Mackay. And you could argue Liam Henderson as well at Empley, who's, who's lighting up in Serie A, have more than done enough to be in the squad for the upcoming internationals against the, the Ukraine and the Republic of Ireland. But Clark has ignored them to pick his favourites again. And I'm absolutely sick and tired of it of him playing the same team, picking the same squad over and over and over again. Barry Mackay missing out is a joke of a, de a decision. I mean, it really is. It's scunnered me and it's pissed me off. It's actually laughable. The likes of Kenny McLean, Ryan Fraser, um, what's his name? Jack. Um, Rangers. Henry. Ryan no, Jack. Uh, Ryan Jack um, and, and Ryan Christie at uh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth have all been picked ahead of Barry Mackay and even Liam Henderson. There was a time, you know, and you might not remember this uh, intern camp because you're, you're a younger guy, mm -hmm. right? But there was a time where Scotland managers would pick players based on current form, right? Barry Mackay is playing brilliant football, the best football he's played in his career. Five weeks ago. It doesn't... Sh I did say, yeah, don't interrupt me, right? So there was a time when you picked players based on their current form. Let me just remind you of this. Gareth Southgate is naming his England squad, right? 
He's picked Ivan Tony from Brentford. Why? Because on current form, the boy is flying. He's absolutely flying because on current form, he's been superb. Barry Mackay's been omitted because Steve Clark is stubborn. And he sticks to his favourites for sentimental reasons and for what other reason it is. I don't think he's strong enough. I don't think he's brave enough. I don't think he's big enough for the job. I think he's scared to make the big decisions that need to be made for fear of upsetting people. And I ultimately think the omission of Barry Mackay could be the beginning of the end of Steve Clark. Because so many people are that upset at him picking the same old, same old, same old, same old and not trying out other players who are flying at the moment. So, just to clarify. Yeah, go on, clarify it. final point that you made there. Yeah. The most mental thing I think that's ever come out of your mouth. <laughs> you think that Steve Clark leaving Barry Mackay out of the Scotland squad is the thing that's going to bring him down. It's the beginning of the end. I it, never said it, I never said it's bringing him down. Let me let me take the omission of you, Barry Mackay could be the beginning of the end. Could be the beginning of the end for him because you have to remember See, that playoff match that we lost 3-1, he should have lost his job then, right? In my opinion, that was awful that night. Billy Gilmore wasn't fit. Lyndon Dykes wasn't fit. We got, we got run over in the midfield. He made no changes until way too late in the game when we were losing. We were awful that night. We had a chance to go to a World Cup and play England, and we didn't turn up, and that's down to Stevie Clark. Aaron Hickey, out of position. He should have lost his job that night. I'm sorry, he should have. So, with that in mind, and then losing to the Republic of Ireland the way that we did in that friendly in Dublin, which was, was embarrassing. Uh, yeah, Nations, Nations, Nations League. Nations League, yeah, sorry, then that Nations League game. So, those two games, those two performances were shocking. And then he goes and leaves out Barry Mackay. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and then, no, no, no. You're at it. No, no, no. Right, you've spoken, so let me speak. So, um, I, 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 I don't agree that he should have been sacked after the Ukraine game, but I can agree that it was a poor performance and he obviously got things wrong. I can also agree that during the Euros, he got things wrong. I think he would admit that he got things wrong as well. I think after it, he was like, yeah, I've learned a lot about that. And He didn't. What, <clears throat> that's, no, that's bull. Excuse me. He let, he let you speak. I'm sorry, mate. You're talking he bull. Let you speak. So, I think that he did say afterwards, for example, you know, he should have started Billy Gilmore in the first game. I think we all see that now. And that's why Billy Gilmore is a mainstay of the team now, because he's a very good player. Um, you listed off the teams that Stevie Clark has beaten. Like, it's not Stevie Clark's fault who we play. Like, I don't see how you can hold that against them. Oh, I'm so glad you've said that. I'm so glad you've said that. And do you know why I'm so glad you've said that? Because you're a hypocrite. You're the hypocrite of the highest order. Because what do you say when England get through a group? Oh, how lucky are they? Oh, look at the teams they've got to play. When they went through to the sem- to the finals of the Euros, oh, look at their lucky run. Look at the- who they played to get where they yeah. got to. You can't have it both ways, you hypocrite. You can't. They all can only play the teams in front of them, and that's the point you're making. That's not Stevie Clark's fault. What's well, not England's fault either that they get an easy run to a final? Yeah, I never said. I never said. Right. Sa- I, 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 I never said it was England's fault. But but you're saying it's no. You're, but no, what I'm saying is no. you always say, oh, they're jammy, they're lucky. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, they always get so lucky. Stevie Clark has got lucky with the fixtures that he has won. Right, okay. So That's my point. You you were just singing Gareth Southgate's praises there for getting to a European final. No, I wasn't singing the praises. And, just saying, and, say, and saying that he's a much better manager because he picks better teams who are in form and all the rest but of it. Players, so, I'm saying about players, he's picked Ivan Tony from Brentford because right. of the form that he's on. Okay. 
right? So that's my point. Is it Stevie Clark? For some strange so, reason, will not pick players on form. David Marshall he, is a perfect so, example of that, so he, right? But he does pick. Right. He, he does pick players on form. For example, no, he didn't. He, he dropped David Marshall and put Craig Gordon back yeah, in because, because he was in form. because he got lobbed from the halfway line. No, but because Craig Gordon was playing really well. But Craig Gordon was playing really well before the Euros, yet he's still stuck with David Marshall can you, for the can, wrong can, reasons. Can you, can, you not, can you not understand why he stuck with David no, Marshall though? No, because I don't, and I said at the time, so it's not me saying anything. Anyway. We're getting, we're going back. You're doing over, my head in. We're going back. Is it because you sat down and spoke to another day there that you won't be critical? That's why. Yeah. Did I not say? You did, did I not say? say, you, say I didn't you sat down in front of Stevie Clark and you did an interview with him for the SFA. So you all over him. Yeah. So, so, so you're actually looking after the pound here, aren't you? <laughs> that, that's what it is. You're, you're, you're protecting. You're protecting that transfer of money to your bank I, account from the SFA. Stevie, Stevie, Stevie. Oh, shut you, uh, yeah. Classic media. They've paid him off. Do Do you think Steve Clark is the sort of guy who would recept well to somebody fawning over him? Oh no, definitely not. So exactly. So sharp. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was there because I was because I was asked to do it. Right? Yes. Mm. Chasing the pound. <laughs> chasing the pound. What do you mean chasing the pound? The tartan pound. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honestly. Right. Barry Mackay, I've been to see him um, a number of occasions now this season because Hart's been playing their games on a Sunday. So me and my boy have gone along. That boy is a talent. The older he gets and the more experience he gets and the more game time he gets, he can unlock a defence. His his intelligence on the ball is superb. And the problem is for Hart is that there's a lot of the players who are not on his wavelength. This boy can unlock a defence. This boy can score a spectacular goal. So this it's boy every, can it's dribble. Every, it's everyone else's fault that Barry Mackay's been rotten for about a month now. Oh, shut up. He's not been rotten for a month. Absolutely You're talking absolute bull. That's again, again, that's you not watching the games. That's you seeing something without any evidence to back that up. Well, no, there is no evidence. You don't have any evidence in front of you because how's, you don't go to the games to watch them. So don't give me that BS. How's his, how's his goals and assists been going lately? Got any of them? Last what, month what, or what, so? what did I just say to you? Right, I, I think Barry McKay had a cracking start to the season. So many chances. Even the game when Hearts were playing like Ross County oh. and St Johnston and teams like that. That's another point I was going to make. You know, he's never he's never scored against Rangers or Celtic. I think in big games Barry McKay goes missing, and Scotland <laughs> is big games. Scotland yeah. games are massive. Uh, how's, can, Bar- how's, Barry, we, uh, how's Barry McKay got on in Europe this season? Give me stats well, for the, uh, so, uh, so, so those are the big games. I think we'll all agree those are, that's a much higher when, standard. When we played against Zurich, yep. right, to get into the Europa League that night. We absolutely hammered Zurich in that first lap, and Barry McKay was at the heart of that. Yeah, we didn't score a goal. We right. didn't score a goal. Right. But boy, was he outstanding! Like the dribbling. Even when I was watching on the telly because I couldn't get a ticket for the game, the commentators were even talking during the game. He might deserve a Scotland call up because he was that good that night against Zurich. Yeah, we didn't score, but he created chances. He dictated the game for Hearts in that first half. We were outstanding, and if it wasn't for the sending off, I think we actually get an equaliser. We take it extra time and we might be in the Europa League and not the Conference League that's how good Barry Mackay was that night and because there wasn't an assist there wasn't a goal doesn't say he wasn't good so Barry Mackay I'm willing to hear as a sort of suggestion for going into the squad no you know what watch watch the games no no listen I'll accept that I'll accept that let's move on to your other suggestion of Liam Henderson how much of Liam Henderson have you seen this season 
I've not seen any of Liam Henderson, but right. I have read reports. Right, okay. So so it's okay for, for me not to watch Barry Mackay and read reports, but it's okay for you not to see Liam Henderson and just read reports and, and base it on that. Right, hold on. Did you, do you remember what I said about Liam Henderson? I brought up Barry Mackay yeah. as my main point, uh-huh. and you could argue that Liam Henderson deserves a place as well, right. and I haven't talked about Liam who, Henderson. Who did Liam Henderson play at the weekend with Empoli? Who were they playing? Who did he play against? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't pick that up did, was, you, did you not catch that? No, no I didn't catch that Where no. was he playing? Did you catch where he was playing? No, Italy so, so, It's in Italy So, so you read the reports So, so, we, what, what, so whether or not you've been reading the reports about Liam Henderson So who did he play at the weekend in Serie A? Who did he play? And what was the score? Do you know what? I'll go you one better I'll tell you who they played and what the score was It was Empoli 1, Roma 2 How do you think Liam Henderson got on? He probably didn't get very well What do you mean? He probably didn't do very well Do you think he, you, he didn't play very well? He might not have started. Was that? He might not have started. <laughs> How much of the game Chinky played? <laughs> Ten minutes the second half. Nope, nothing. Didn't even play. <laughs> Didn't go off the bench. Go but get it. Liam Henderson but, in the squad. Right. No, no, I, I never said put him in the squad. I said, <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> right, yeah, right, can we move it. on to another subject? <laughs> <laughs> but my point with Barry Mackay stands. Right. No, listen, I'm winding you up a wee bit. Like, see, I think Barry Mackay's probably just been a wee bit unlucky more than anything. I think had this game come around a month ago, he would have been in the squad because he was playing really well. But I do think he has dropped off a little bit in the last month. And I think even Hearts fans would say that as well. Not that I'm saying that Barry Mackay won't be in future Scotland squads because I think there's every chance that he will. But as you've correctly said, Stevie Clark likes players that he knows. So he's gone back to Ryan Fraser, who's been playing for Newcastle in the Premier League. He's played 49 games in two years. Yeah, but he's been playing now. Like now, he's been playing in the last. So Barry Mackay. Uh, Ryan Christie has been playing for Bournemouth. Yeah, but it's a higher level that they're oh, playing stop at. Stop it! I mean, but just stop it. So, so that's nice. So, if you're playing really well for a Hearts team or a Dundee United team, sorry, you don't play at a proper level. You cannot be picked for a Scotland squad. No, because I didn't say that. Well, that's what you're saying. But what? that's the reason why Christie gets paid, play, uh, picked, and that's why Ryan Fraser gets picked because they play with Newcastle and Bournemouth and they play in the Premier League. And, but, but Ryan, but Ryan oh. at a higher level, and Ryan, Ryan Christie was getting picked when he played with Celtic. So, Lauren like, Shanklin got picked and he's playing with Dundee United. So yeah. there can't, there are opportunities no, 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 to get no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, so when we make a good point, that's all yeah. you do. No, that's it's all not, you've got. Because you're talking nonsense. You're going round in circles here, and you're actually, you're actually contradicting yourself in a lot of the things that you're saying. We are. I've we made, are. I've, we I've, are. I've made my point, and my point stands, and my point most fans will agree with. And I will tell you another thing, which will shock and stun you as well. See when I put that on Twitter about Barry McKay, wasn't just Hearts fans that agreed with me. You had Hibs fans, Rangers fans, Celtic fans. Dundee United fans and Johnson fans all agree that Stevie Clark is far too loyal and players like Barry Mackay should be given an opportunity. That was football fans from across the country that believe that Barry Mackay was unlucky to miss out. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I'm open to debate on this. I don't think... Oh, you're not? N- yes, I am. I'm not saying that... You it... spent 46 minutes talking about it. Of course <laughs> he is. <laughs> like, I, I think that Barry Mackay is a decent player and I think he's a bit unlucky not to be in the squad. But to say that Barry Mackay not being in the Scotland squad is the beginning of the end for Steve Clark. I think is absolutely mental. All right. You and your tartan you and you, you, you and your tartan pound. The tartan pound. The tartan pound. That's it. Tartan pound, yeah. Can Steve I ask Clark. you a question about Stevie Clark? Yes, you can. I've only uh, met him once in my life. And I, I, I couldn't make a judgment call on Stevie Clark because he only met him the once. I can only judge him with what I see on the telly and um, how he conducts himself as a Scotland manager. How do you find him? 
He is not the most radiant person I've ever met in my life. Not the most personality-filled person that I've ever met in my life. Um, he's fairly straight down the line. Yes. We had a very brief chat before it and a chat after it about general football stuff. Fine. Um, he's not the most sort of like... he doesn't Flamboyant. He doesn't come there. up and fill up the room with his personality. But I think he's a, a decent football manager. I've met him twice. You're right. And obviously it's in a work circumstance and it's not like I'm going out for beers with him or anything like that. Absolutely not. So I don't really know him as a person. So, so you're not going to cinema with him this week? I'm not going to the cinema with him. I think it's like, I actually quite like going to the cinema myself. More you're than sad. How? How's that sad? That is sad. I, I couldn't went, go to the cinema on my I own. went to see the James Bond film last year. Myself. On your own? Yeah. Would you go to a restaurant on your own? Yeah, I've been at a restaurant on my own. Would you go to a restaurant and go table for one, please? I've done that in the last six months. Intern Callum? No, but I admire that Stephen can do it. I wish I could, but I couldn't. How could you not do it? It's, uh, it's the easiest it's thing in the world. Everyone in the room staring at you the entire time laughing at you. That's why. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah. I can do McDonald's on my own. I can do a KFC, but an actual restaurant where you stand and you go, can I have a table for one, please? And then the the the, 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 the man or the woman will then take you to your table yeah. and hand you a, a menu for one. But, and there's a glass of wine for one. And then they take away all the stuff on the other <laughs> side of the table. Delicious. Like, oh, just for one, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then they like noisily <laughs> scrape it all off. Of no. But no. sometimes it, I like my own company. Oh, somebody has to. <laughs> no, but like... Right, that's a good line. No, but like they'll come across people all the time who are eating themselves because like they might be businessmen businessmen or but see if I'm a businessman I'm going to Sainsbury's I'm going to Tesco's I'm going to Aldi's I'm going to Morrison's and then I'm, getting tri- a, I'm getting myself a meal deal and taking it back to my hotel room your hotel room that might not have any cooking or, appliances in it or I might get room service but I'm not sitting in the restaurant on my own yeah I would happily happily sit in a restaurant I'd go and holiday myself as well <laughs> <laughs> again I'd love to be able to. Couldn't. No, neither could I. Get couldn't. bored. Me sitting at a pool by yourself. One of my mates. Can I have a picture of Tina. Pina, Pina Colada. <laughs> were you about to say a picture of Tina Turner there? Yes, I did. Yeah. Simple I, I, I thought you were. Um, right. What's love got to do with it? So, uh, I, Lewis, uh, my mate, went to South America himself and just went on holiday for about three months himself. I would have loved to have done that. I think it would have been great. Nah, not for me. You know what? You want to share experiences like that. But you meet new people when you're away. Yeah, I know. But you want to go and share that experience with somebody that whether it be a pal or whether it be a partner. You don't just get on a plane and then just land somewhere on your own. Mm. I find it quite bizarre. Yeah. Maybe it's just me and you in turn, Callum. But yeah. because there's three of us in here as a democracy, we're right and he's wrong. So anyway, I think I'm perfectly normal. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And you're just somebody who goes to cinema on his own, will happily go to a restaurant and ask for a table of one. There's uh, something weird about that. <laughs> see when you say it all. <laughs> exactly. When you say it's it so like weird. that, I can, I can see where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from. Right, okay, we'll just wrap up now because I've had enough of this. I need something to eat. I'm starving. But yet, that is still not the most mental thing that's been said on this podcast because apparently Barry McKay not being in the Scotland squad <laughs> is the beginning of the end for Steve Clark. Right, okay, that is a goodbye from us. Bye! This has been the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, whichever podcast provider you use. You can rate us as well. Give us five stars, please. And we'll be back next week with another podcast. Just look out on our socials at Big Football Scott for all the details on that. You can get in touch with If Scottish Football Were a Hospital as well. Thank you all for listening. Thank you very much, by the way, to Bruce Forsyth, a.k.a. Joe Cardle, by Yay, the way. Joe Cardle! Joey Cardle. 
And we'll be back next week with another brand new episode of the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Cheerio, bye.